Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Ebony and Press Shows. Designed to help you love, live, and learn through the power of conversation. Ebony is a relationship coach and a radio host on Blog Talk Radio and Google+. Don't forget to visit www.ebonyimpresstv.com today for information on upcoming and archived shows. Ebony's relationship coaching to leave show comments and read Ebony's blogs. For live shows on Blog Talk Radio, call in on 347-945-7556. Ask questions or comment in the chat room. Please follow Ebony on Twitter, like on Facebook, and join her circle on Google+. And now, here's the number one love host, Miss Ebony Impress. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Date Night. This is Ebony Empress. Um, of course, I've got my co-host somewhere out there. Let me find her. Hello, Lady T. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hello. Okay, so Lady T's not coming in, but um, I have unmuted her. Okay, I'm inspecting her any second. Okay, um, we're talking tonight about how you dare to date in the 21st century way. How do you dare to date in the 21st century way? So, um... That's really about uh, an expert dating person called Suzanne Casamento, who is going to be joining us a little later on, um, anytime now, I hope. Basically, she is the creator of the fantasydatinggame.com. And I hope it's going to be really interesting for you singles out there because she has a method of getting you to date. And I'm excited to have her on tonight. Uh, when she arrives, because I think we're going to learn a lot from her. But, yeah, let's let's wait and see. Um, the number to call in tonight, it is an active interactive show, is 347-945-7556. Love to hear from you guys. Okay, um, chat room's also open, if anybody's in the chat room. Hey, 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 welcome to the show. Um, I know we've got Living the Delicious Life there, so... Hi. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys tonight. I think it should be a really great show. Uh, Susanna has a lot to share with us and uh, should be should be interesting to hear about fantasy dating. I'm excited. Okay, so let me play something while I'm waiting for my co-host to come in. Um, Patty Austin, that's enough for me. I'm going to play that just to get us going and we'll be right back real soon. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
about, well, it's about, it all started a few years ago uh, when my girlfriends kept complaining, we're never going to meet anyone and there are no good guys in L.A. And I was like, are you kidding me? There's 9 million people here. You know, some of them have to be good guys. Yeah. Uh, so, so I said, you know, w- w- what if you uh, put your phones down and took a look around and smiled and said hi to people. And they said, we can't do that. And I said, what do you mean you can't do that? And uh, they said, well, you know, it's easy for you. You're always talking to everyone. And I said, yeah, try it. So <laughs> so I dared them. <laughs> I know, right? It's ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah. So, yeah, so I dared them to a little friendly competition. And uh, over over 10 weeks, we competed to earn points by dating. So it, it just so happened that three of my girlfriends were extremely competitive. There were five of us t- total. I don't have a competitive bone in my body, so this is hilarious that I created this. But um, <laughs> so, uh, so we competed to earn points by dating, and by that I mean we got one point when we exchanged numbers with someone, two points when we got a text, three for a call, six for a date. And in 10 weeks, they went on more dates than they had gone on in the previous two years. And one of them met the guy she married. Oh, wow. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I have something here. So, so I created FantasyDatingGame.com. And the fantasy dating part is a play on fantasy football in that people get together and they create leagues, they set stakes, they compete against each other, and the goal is to earn points by dating. So it's been a really fun journey. <laughs> wow. Wow. So yeah. people earn the points, right? But do they yes. get, uh, you know, the real connection with those people? Because if you're kind of in a competitive kind of circle, does it allow you to really – do the heartfelt stuff, or is it just very light, fun, uh, not serious at all? Oh, no. I mean, it's a combination. It's definitely what you want it to be. Like, for example, uh, I launched the big league this summer with uh, some of my girlfriends, and we just ended a few days ago. And for me, uh, I was just getting back into dating after, uh, after, about really about a year and a half, I took a nice long break after a breakup and I did a lot of work on myself uh, to recover and feel a lot better. And um, so for me, I just played the game for fun, to flirt, to meet people, uh, go on a few dates and and really just just have a blast and, and, and really just kind of do outrageous things. Uh, because it's a lot of fun. Uh, But a couple of the girls that I was playing with dropped out because they met someone seriously and they didn't want to continue to play the game because they had fallen in love. So it really does uh, depend on what you're looking for. The game can be whatever you want it to be. Okay, sounds good. So you know you said you you went out and did outrageous things. Well, what were some of the outrageous things that you did? Things like, so for example, I was out at a bar and uh, and I started talking with a guy. He said, "What do you do?" And it's very funny because you would think that the well, I created a dating game would scare the, you know <laughs> scare people. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, um, it's like saying, well, I'm, an, I'm a dating expert. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, and they want to run. 
Um, yeah. But most of the time, it's a great conversation piece. And so uh, one guy said, well, so how does it work? How do, how, do you, how do you earn points? And so I took out a business card, and I handed it to him, and I said, like that. I just scored a point for giving you my number. And I just started doing things like that. It was it, Everywhere I went, when I had a conversation with someone, I did not, I would not, it did not part ways until they had my business card. So wow. it, it was, yeah, because that's the thing, you know, there, that's why there are so many misconnections. And uh, that's why Craigslist has a whole category for them because people are too scared to actually exchange the numbers, exchange the information, and then afterwards they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't give him my number. You know, and sometimes yeah, it works out. Yeah, that was me today. No, yeah, no. That was me today. <laughs> what happened? Well, I was on the train, and um, I, I was traveling about two hours outside of London, and on my way back, um, there was a guy that kind of tried to get in what you call the elevator, we call the lift, um, so I, I opened the doors. I waited for him to get in because, um, you know, he had quite a heavy suitcase as well. But in waiting for him, I missed my train. But, you know, that was my last train, the last leg of my journey. So it wasn't a big deal. There were more trains. So I said, okay. oh, no, I can't believe I missed my train for you. And he laughed. And then we both started talking about where we were going. We had this chat all the way up to the top of the, uh, <laughs> the to the platform and um and then I kind of I went right there's my train okay <laughs> oh my train I went bye <laughs> and I got a train I thought oh he was so cute I should have said something but then he was oh. like smiling and trying to say something but we didn't say anything so I was like you know I'm too tired I'm going home that was it <laughs> that was it no but I no. It, yeah it was a missed opportunity what can sure. I say it happens. Sure. Yeah, it happens. It, it does happen. It it does happen. And, you know, I mean, I find, and the reason why I always give a business card rather than, like, um, uh, put my phone, my phone number in their phone or ask for their phone number is because sometimes I'm a little bit nervous and, and I fumble with the phone. Like, I can't even, suddenly I can't figure out how to put a contact in my phone. So... So it's a lot easier yeah. to just hand them a card and say, "Hey, it was fun chatting to ch- chatting with you. Let's keep in touch and walk away." Um, oh, that, very smooth. That, yeah, <laughs> really smooth. And here's the thing: if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't make contact, who cares? Uh, but yeah. if he does, wow, how fun, you know? <laughs> wow. So that may be that might be a nice way for um women to initiate, you know, like, they, you know, many of us are complaining that we don't initiate. So, you know, that that's right. the way to initiate. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Sure. And it's not, it's not so forward that, you know, how do I, we have to kind of dance the line of, of, of making sure that a man still, still feels like the man. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it, right. So it's not so forward that, that you're asking him out, but it's really just a, it's just a, a simple hint. Hey, I think you're attractive. Mm. <laughs> if you want to call me, call me. Yeah. And then, you know, oh. you, you give them the control. So. Oh, seems to wow, work for that, me. That's really interesting. Mm. 
I may try that. So is is a card just a normal business card, or is it a kind yep. of special dating card? Just a normal business card. Although I did have, uh, I did speak with a woman uh, who was actually a guest on my show, who is a coach, and she has a card that just has her name and contact information on it. And when she gives it out, she says, you are card worthy. Here, Ooh, please wow. have this. Right? <laughs> and then it's pretty cool, right? So you, yeah. you, could, you could go that route. And, of course, you use it when you meet, you know, someone that you don't necessarily want to date, but maybe a business connection or a friend or whatever. But, um, but I thought that was so cute that she does that. That's, that's like saying, you are hot. Here's my card. Yep. <laughs> you are too hot to miss. Here is the card. <laughs> sounds cute. It, it is. It sounds amazing. Like, mm, okay. Well, I've got somebody who wants to come in. Um, let, let's see what they've got to say. Do you think we're ready for a call? Sure. Okay. 438 area code. Welcome to hey. the show. Hey, Ebony. Great Hi. show, like usual. Great show, like oh, usual, Ebony. Thank you. Yes, it's Sally. I'm so glad that, that we have a caller finally that's saying to women that basically they should, basically, if they're attracted to a man, that they should take some step also. Finally. Yeah. Because too many, yeah, too many women are not doing that, and a lot of women complain that they don't get somebody. Because they don't take a chance also. They don't even smile. They don't even do what the basic what she did of just giving a card and saying, hey, give me a call and whatever you want to do something. Just that. How many guys could I could go to all my friends and ask them? How many guys could say <laughs> that they had a woman doing that? That's, that's, the, that's the talk of a barbershop for the whole week. Just that <laughs> a topic. Wow. So, it's so rare. It's like when I heard her doing that, I was like, yes, finally a woman that's telling her because a lot of you girls are complaining of this and that, but you're not even taking a chance. You expect the man to do the whole chance of coming to you and uh, proposing and doing that, and you just have to say yes or no, but you don't even take a chance. And you have so many men approaching you, but you don't even take a chance. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. The man of your dreams isn't going to just appear at your front door. You know, you have to invite him over first. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, you gotta take a chance and you gotta put you put your, your your something in it. You can't just if you wanna have your man of your dream, you have to invest on something because we guys are looking at you and say, like, Why should I take all the chance? A lot of guys I see. I sure. go to social events. I see men aside, one women aside. I see more people single that say they want to meet, but more people are not talking to each other. More uh, people are scared of talking to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, and, and what women have to remember too is that men are nervous too. It's it's not that easy to approach a woman, and especially a woman who isn't giving any signs or signals. It's so it's so simple to just smile make eye contact, just drop a hint. That's all it really takes. Yeah. Sorry, I had to mute Stanley. had some background noise going on. Um, I heard that. Stanley, you're still on. I just muted you because too much noise going on there right now. 
Um, but yeah, I think he's got a good point. I think, um, and I like the way that you you're kind of offering or suggesting that people do it. It's a nice, gentle way. There's not um, too much on a woman's part. I don't think it's too hard to do it that way because you know right. it can it it can seem a little bit flirty, but not too in your face. Do you know what I mean? Because you don't actually yeah. have to say I think you're cute, but it, you are saying in so many words, I do think you're cute. Call me, but it's exactly. it looks good. Looks good. Yeah. Yes. Well, drop a subtle. I hint. should have had a car today. <laughs> yeah, but well, I was will. saying I should have Next had a time car you'll have today. One. <laughs> <laughs> Next well, time I have a business have. card, but I, I didn't think to go for a business card. I just thought, uh, oh, okay. Um, and by the time I really thought about it, I thought, oh, let me get on this train. I'm tired. I want to go home. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so I yeah, understand. Opportunities. Oh dear. So, um, what about the? Um, I know. I know you're saying that you're trying to help women to build their confidence, and I like the idea of the card. But what about women who, you know, fundamentally are, you know, worried about how they connect? Because it's one thing giving a card and saying, "Give me a call." It's another thing having the confidence to actually go out and date. So what's the journey sure. to actually getting someone to do something that they and, and step out their comfort zone where they wouldn't normally do that, you know? You've got a sure. lot of reluctant daters out there. How do you do that? How do you how do you help them to step out and do something different? Well you have to practice, first of all. It it, it takes practice. And the idea is also to to take baby steps. The only way to build confidence is to actually exercise it and actually build it, to actually take the steps because confidence only comes from little wins. You gain confidence when you try something and then you know you can do it. You get proof. Oh, I'm still alive after saying hi to that guy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so <laughs> it builds confidence all the way along. So you can really start with Super simple things. Like one of the things we throw out all the time is to get caught looking. It doesn't mean that you should be like all creepy and stare someone down, but just look his way a couple times. And then if you get caught looking, smile and then turn back to whatever you were doing. That simple thing alone will let him know, oh, she was looking at me and she smiled. Ooh, okay. And then, Basically, smiling in general is is always a great thing, and you have to you have to smile in order to be approachable. You know, the being approachable is is it's it just paramount. It's huge. So it, it um and, and it comes from a combination of things. Sometimes we don't know that we have resting bitch face. Sometimes we don't know that, you know, our body language, that hand on the hip or, you know, the arms crossed over your chest or the schlumpy shoulders is putting out a uh, an un- unattractive, unapproachable vibe. Uh, it, the other thing is, it is your phone. Our phones are the biggest man blockers ever. If you're staring at your phone, no one will come near you. If you're staring, first of all, if you're staring at your phone, you're never going to see the men around you. Secondly, 
if you're staring at your phone and they see you, they're never going to approach you because staring at your phone is a, basically says, don't bother me, stay away from me. So, right. so those things, limiting distractions, putting away your phone basically, smiling, and then having a positive body language, those three things will make you more approachable. So it's almost as if you have to start consciously checking yourself before you walk into a room. Like Oprah says, you know, we are, we are responsible for the energy we bring in a room. And it's mm. so true with dating because if you have a grumpy face or, you know, your, 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 your body language is, is you know, schlumpy or uh, you're looking at the floor. If you're looking at the floor, it means you have no confidence in yourself and no one is going to approach you. If you, if you, uh, if you have your, again, your arms crossed, anything like that, um, you know, the idea is to stand up straight, keep your head up, Smile. Look around the room. Yeah. You'll get attention. So those are some really easy ways. And then the other simple thing is to just say hi. And and you don't have to start with saying hi to the most attractive man on the train. You just saying hi to the people that you pass as you're walking. You know, good morning, hello, mm-hmm. smile, hi. The more highs that you get back, because people reflect reflect. It's a reflex. I'm going to switch to that. It's a reflex to answer in kind. So if I smile at you and say good morning as I pass you, your instinct will be to smile and say good morning back to me. Now, of course, one out of ten people are going to stare straight ahead or ignore you or be grumpy or whatever. That's great. You don't want to talk to that person anyway. So, but just by that simple practice of of getting the result over and over. Oh, when I smile and say hi, people do it back. That will give you the confidence to then smile and say hi to people you're actually attracted to. Does this make sense? Mm. <laughs> it makes sense because um, one of the things I teach in my training is about something we call Batari's box, which is about how infectious um, attitude is. So if you kind yeah. of start off with a great attitude then your attitude will affect your behavior, which is what you're talking about. And then yeah. your behavior will uh, you know, affect someone else's attitude and their behavior. Yeah. So it is that yeah. law of attraction. What you put out what it is what you get back. So that's exactly what you're yeah. describing. And it sounds, it's complete sense. It makes complete sense. Um, because I think sometimes when I say hi to someone or I smile, they're almost in shock. Oh, my God, you said good morning, you said hi. You know, particularly when you live in London, where people are very hostile. It is nice, and people are all on, also, you get a lot of people who are avoiding your eye contact. So you're on the train, and everybody's really trying to kill themselves to be buried in their phones because they just don't want to look in anybody else's eyes. And it's like, what's going to happen if I look into your eyes? Oh, my God, I'm going to kind of turn into something, a monster. or You know, it's just a weird <laughs> thing that people have on the train. And it's just amazing to kind of sit back and watch the body, you know, the drama around body language. Um, ah. Yeah. It, it's just something we do. But we don't realize how powerful it is to actually turn that around on its head and do something different and then get something different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all so simple. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it's very simple. Simple stuff. 
But um, I love I love to hear that story about women kind of finding the confidence. So is it anything that men are also getting involved in? Because although I hear Stanley that it's nice to hear women initiating, it, you know, any of the guys um, around the work that you're doing get also getting involved in yes, in it, or is it just a thing for females? Well, you know, it's so funny because I started the game uh, focusing on women because it was my girlfriends who were complaining. And when right. it launched, everyone kept saying, what about men? Can men play? We want to play. Can men play? And I, and I had no idea. I didn't know that men were feeling really a lot of the same similar feelings. They didn't want to approach people. They were too shy to make eye contact and say hi and they were having a lot of the same experiences and the same internal dialogue of I'm never going to meet anyone and all the women in L.A. are are gold diggers and, you know, everyone has these stories that they tell themselves. And once they play yeah. the, the game, those stories are completely debunked. So mm-hmm. it's been very interesting to have men play too. And um, and it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, really good. <laughs> Yeah, because you mentioned the storytelling. I think the storytelling around dating is so powerful. I think I a lot of people have third-hand stories of things that have happened to other people, never to themselves, really. Some of it to ourselves, but a lot of it um, people don't even have the first-hand experience because they've never tried it. They've never gone that mm-hmm. far. They'll They'll go so far and no further. And it's the perceptions that are so strong that will hold them in a vice of, like, not doing anything. I'm not going to try it because this is what I hear. This is what I hear from this person and that person. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I, yeah, I think storytelling is a massive constraint for people who really want to try dating. It's like also the perception that if you're out dating um, and, you know, handing your card out to guys that that involves sex in some way. So has that Uh-oh. been an issue? Because the sex factor comes up as, as well when you're talking about women actually initiating. How do you get around that one and what's the conversation? I I have not found that to be a factor at all, and I haven't heard that from any of the players. Uh, okay. I, I think it, it hasn't that that hasn't really come up. Um, you know, I mean, people ask stupid questions like, well, how many points do you get for having sex? And it's like, this is not about sex. This is about dating, you know. Um, <laughs> so there, there is that. Um, but, but for the most part, no, we haven't heard any of that. I think that, I, I think that those, um, sorts of notions are, are a little outdated at this point with, and probably because of the rise of, online dating and how it has become such an equal playing field where where online dating is now no longer taboo and and uh and people using dating tools is pretty normal. So, I think that um I think that thankfully a lot of those stereotypes are are not so prominent anymore. Um inter- oh, it's I interesting. Think, I still think mm, I think sorry. I still think that there are a lot of people who have an idea that online dating or dating is about sex, okay? Um, they oh. still be, like, 
you know, these women are out picking men. What are they picking them to do? To go out and just have a drink, eat, or what's involved? There is always that suspicion that there's more. And I'm just, you know, I'm just saying that um, that for me, maybe you haven't heard that, but I've heard that on this show, that people, you know, acquaint um, dating with having sex and people are not able to separate the two. You know, that dating is actually just going out and exploring and getting to meet people. Um, a lot of pe- guys even in their minds will think, oh, you know, she's going out and she's meeting guys and giving her a card out, then this is a chance that she'll be meeting lots of guys and having lots of sex. So I think it's just clearing that up, that we're talking about dating, i.e. going out, trying to explore who the other person may be, and that's it. It's not a relationship. It's not to have more sex. But, uh, yeah, I think that that's important to make that clear. That's all I'm saying. Oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that should absolutely be made clear. I mean, there are definite, definite, you know, I've, I've, uh, so in a couple of the online groups I'm in, um, singles groups, you know, where people talk about dating and things like that, uh, you know, people will post some, they'll post tweets, not tweets, messages that they've gotten from people on online dating sites that are basically, um, hi, want to have sex, you know, <laughs> so there are, and really, you know, and there are, and there are those people who are out there, but most of the time it's relatively easy to weed them out, you know, people who have those expectations, yeah. like, for example, over the summer I was on OkCupid um, for a while, and I got, I mean, I got some straightforward messages of, I'm just being straightforward here. I'm looking for a sexual playmate. If you're interested in sexy fun, message me. And it's like, no, dude, you're crazy. But, you know, <laughs> so there, there are a few of those, and that does come up, out, but, or up. But I think as long as, I think as long as the, um, I think as long as the person who's dating, you know, me or you or whoever, you know, has the expectation that you're going to get a couple nutballs, uh, you know, and just kind of move through it. Uh, and I think I think you'll be fine. Um, I, <laughs> I think you'll be fine. I had a – so there was another girl on my in my fantasy dating league this summer who went on 40 dates over the summer. And she oh, actually no. – I know, amazing, right? In ten weeks, and um, and she she actually used Tinder for a lot of it. It's interesting what you were saying earlier oh, about Lord. you know the story, the stories that people believe. <laughs> well, see, this is a story. This is interesting that you just reacted like that with the oh Lord, because because she had a preconceived notion that Tinder was just for hookups. And she went on, and she actually met so many people and went on so many dates using Tinder. Really great, fun dates. Meeting really great, fun people wasn't about sex at all. Um, you know, and, 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 and weeded out the ones that were about sex immediately. Um, but she had great success on Tinder. And I thought that was so interesting because Tinder has such a – uh, uh, hookup re- reputation, and so yeah. So then I actually met a girl at a party who met 
her boyfriend on Tinder. And then we had a conversation about her friends, three of her girlfriends who met their boyfriends on Tinder. And I thought, oh, my God. You know, this is like five people that I know of firsthand who who have been having real dating experiences on Tinder. Is this a situation where we just tell ourselves a story of, you know, well, Tinder's just for hookups, so I'm not going to do it. I don't know. But but interesting, right? Yeah, well, last year I tried some of the dating sites for that exact thing, yeah, to have my own experience to kind of see whether they are hookup sites or are they real. I would say that probably 60 to 70% of the people are on a hookup vibe that I met. That was my experience. But, um, Uh. yeah, there were the sort of, 30 to 40 percent who weren't i think um yeah it you could and you can tell the ones that are into that and it's quite easy to kind of weed them out but i suppose um it's like anything you know you are shopping right if you look at it it's almost you are shopping around (laughs) well it is a bit like that isn't it oh yeah and you know, here is a menu of choices, and you you know when you get a menu in your mind, you're thinking, "What do I want?" I'm thinking I have an expectation I'll get quality. I'll have an expectation that there'll be nice choices. You know, I look at the profile. I think from the profile, this is going to be a great meal. Okay, and uh-huh. you know, and what you have to do is to manage your expectations because know that the the menu is not the meal always. Yeah, and sometimes yes. it doesn't even remotely look like the the meal, or it, you know, it's it's sad five foot ten and it's four foot eight. You know, it's that kind of thing <laughs> right. that comes up. Right? So that was my experience. You know, like I didn't think guys lied about their height and stuff like that, but they do. I think they do, and um, women do as well. But there's sometimes an expectation on both sides that the other person's gonna lie. So they like let me get my lie in first. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Let me do the lie because I'm expecting I'm going to get a lie. And then when they right. don't get the lie, it's like, now what do I do? Um, because I've now lied and I've missed the opportunity to really uh, connect with someone. Because once I know you're a liar, you're gone. You know what I mean? So it's just it's that kind of stuff. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it's like anything. You will meet good and you will meet bad. But I think... The thing with dating is that people just need to be open to having a go. I mean, we've been talking about this show for a couple of years now, just just trying it out, you know, and having your own experience and seeing if that works for you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and that's, that's the best thing you can do, see what works, see what doesn't work. I mean, in terms of dating tools and things you might want to try, whether that's, you know, online dating or a matchmaker or speed dating or asking for referrals or however you want to do it. Uh, but so there's that, but also finding out what works and what doesn't work for you in terms of actually dating people, you know, what kind of person works well for you? What kind of dating do you like to do? What kind of characteristics and deal breakers and non-negotiables? And yeah, there's a lot to be figured out. (laughs) Oh, there is, there is. So let me bring, um, uh, Vixen because I think she's on, uh, Oh, great. Hi, welcome hey. to the show. 
Hi, darling. Hi, Susan. Hi, okay. Susan. It's so lovely to hear you on the show. Oh, hi. Thank you. This is the reluctant data that just found your station. I was just like, I've, I have finished the book. I finished the book yesterday, there today. Oh. You need to talk about the book there today as well because it was, it, I couldn't finish all the exercises, I'll be honest, because it, it took you a bit too deep to find that information. <laughs> so um, but I really, really enjoyed the No, it, no, it was really, really good. And I really, really enjoyed the book. And I'm, it's so good to hear you on the show. Because I listen to, I've got you on my podcast list that comes up whenever you've got a show. So you and Rob, you and Rob crack me up. I love you and Rob. You are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you. I'm the woman that's walking down the street with with podcast on in my earphones, which basically I'm enjoying what you people are talking about on your podcast and I'm tuned out to the world. I've worked that out now. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tune out and, I, you know, it's really funny. You know, I literally, I, last night I said to myself, okay, let's just, you know, just to, because I do this kind of thing where I look at, I read people's books and, I tried to give an overview, so, um, and the five things, no, I actually got six things I took away from your book, which need to be looked at, uh, positive energy, which you talked about, uh, start appreciating the liking and respecting men, because I've got a problem with that, um, ah. taking chances, and I love this one, date to find out what you want and don't want, you know, just... Don't take it so seriously, and, mm. um, and set your standards non-negotiables. Oh my girl, I love that. I love that section of the book, boy. I love that section <laughs> of the book. I really did <laughs> because it actually made you have to really think about what it is instead of it being this. Um, and I think I've grown up in the era where love was a fairy tale, and mm. you fell into love. You didn't mm. choose to love. You didn't get the right person. It just happened to me. Oh, he looked at me a certain way, and then now I'm married. And you see the results of those unions, okay? So it's really making it be more of an active situation. And it was like, okay, it needs to be more active. So I'm, I'm having to go new school instead of old school. And finally, have fun. So I would just want to come on to say thank you. Oh, well, thank you. And when you've got when you've got your because I said to Ebony right for the first of October we've got a, we've got to set up a league as part of this show and get because you know to get me out there because you know I'm so reluctant I don't even want to leave my damn ass house but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually there was a really cute Indian guy that looked at me today and he smiled at me and I was like who I was like I didn't know what to do and I have got bitch resting face. I have bitch resting face. I know that. Oh. I know. I have bitch resting face. Well, yeah. maybe he liked it. <laughs> maybe he liked it. <laughs> no, but I do. I have bitch resting face. It just, it's, I, I know I have it. I can see I have it. Do you know what I mean? it, And when you said it earlier, I was like, yeah, I've got bitch. When you said it, I was like, that's confirmed it. There is a phrase that means bitch resting face actually exists. It's just like, don't annoy me. Just don't bother, don't, don't do, I can't be bothered. Um, but in order for you to do something different, you've got to do something different. So just loving what you're talking about. I'll leave you girls to have a conversation. And just before I leave, 
I want to send a message out to Stanley, if you're listening. Sorry for the, um, the, the incident a couple of weeks ago. Don't really mean it. I was just having a bit of fun. You didn't really get it. Um, but I'm really sorry, and you're a cool kid. Okay. And I'm going to get off. All right. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, where were we? All right. Can I ask? Can I ask a question, Ebony, to the to the guest? Oh, Stanley, you're still there. Okay. Yes. Go on. Yes. I want to. I want to ask one question because uh, I'm sure she is the, the the other person called in is not the only one. Uh, why is it that? And I'm sure she's an expert. In, why is it that you think in 2015 people are more single, like I said, and everything? Why are we having such a hard time? between men and women to basically date or to meet each other or this? And why is it that men or women are basically, basically like you say, all those stuff that you're saying, smiling and things like that. Women, you meet a lot of women. They're, they're don't, don't disturb me, don't approach me, don't, all that. Where is that coming from? Because I'm 39, and I remember maybe 20 years ago, we didn't have that attitude. I would go to places that were sociable and people were much more sociable. There wasn't like, there was a certain way that men, we would like, men would go out, we we needed to dress up nice. Women would expect that basically they would look good. That was a giving thing. There was slow music. There was there was a vibe that men and women were together. Even if you didn't meet a woman, there was a vibe that you came out of a party or a place that you would have fun. Now I feel like you go to social events where you're trying to meet people, people are both looking at each other like they're the enemy, men or women. What's happening? Why, what do you think that happened? Well, okay. I mean, I, <laughs> that's sort of a loaded question. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't have that personal experience where I feel like men and women are looking at each other like the enemy. Uh, I, I do understand what you're saying about things being different 20 years ago, I think a lot of that has to do with technology. I think we had to be a lot more outgoing, and I think we had to be a lot more proactive because uh, because there weren't so many choices available to us. We couldn't just swipe left or right. We couldn't just go online to try to meet someone. We had to do it in that moment. Um, yeah. You know, you, you, you had to really take advantage of moments. There was a lot more spontaneity, and there was a lot more there was, I mean, I know that 20 years ago, um, I, I first moved to L.A. with a bunch of friends, and we all lived in a house together, and uh, no one ever called or texted. Obviously, we didn't have phones, I mean, cell phones, but no one ever called. People just dropped by. So I could be sitting by the pool with my girlfriends, and the guy I had a mad crush on could just walk through the gate at any time and that was that was normal but he had to have the guts to walk through that gate when he knew that there were six other girls around and he'd do that so we had a lot more you know or I would show up at a place where you know this guy or a different guy was if I knew that they would be there I would just show up we had some guts then that we don't really have now we're so careful about uh, making sure, well, do you want me to come? Do you not want me to come? Should I text first? Should I call first? Are we sure that they're there? Let's make sure that they're there. You know, we didn't leave anything up to chance, where, or, or we don't now, where we did before. So I think 
I think that that's kind of part of it. I think that we were a little bit more used to taking chances 20 years ago. Um, I, I think, and and I think that now we are we are uh, distracted by by technology to an extent. And I also think that that if we go to a party and we don't meet anybody, no one's necessarily concerned because we can get on Tinder or OkCupid or Match Day next day and meet someone there. So that's sort of my thought. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> no, Thank I you. agree with you. I think <laughs> I think technology is a big. I I think technology is a big change for us. I think the problem with it is that it's kind of taken away that whole thing of just go up to someone in the street and talk to someone in the street. You know, um, it's yeah. a bit like two two people working together and be emailing each other, sitting right next to each other. You know, it's yeah. the kind of that's the kind of stuff that happens now because we have lost that ability in some ways to actually just do the things we always did, which was just communicate. Like just say, I see you, you look good. Oh hi, let's talk. Like how hard right. is that? It's become almost impossible uh, in a world where people don't talk anymore. They just communicate via social networks or via the computer, and that, and that's where we've gone wrong, I think. But um, yeah, I, we've got I think somebody else who wants to come in. Sure. Sorry, sorry, you're going to say something else? Nope, go ahead. <laughs> okay, we've got someone else who wants to come in. Uh, 216, welcome to the show. Hey, Hello. good afternoon and good evening, everybody. How's everybody hey. today? Great. How are you, DLW? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. What's going on? Listen, um, I do want to comment on on this particular uh, question uh, that the gentleman just yeah. asked. And Ebony, I think you answered it uh, perfectly. Um, that in today's society, we are so embedded in technology that there's no longer any commitment. Uh, there's no staying power. People, you know, years ago. 14, you know, uh, 20, 30 years ago, um, they had a problem. They learned to work it out. Nowadays, everything, I mean, almost everything is a red flag now uh, for people to have an excuse to, to move on as opposed to trying to, you know, work things out and uh, make something of their relationships. So since we have that nowadays, and that's on both ends, that's for men and women. And so since since that is now an issue now, um, people, you're as a result, you're seeing relationships last a lot shorter. Uh, people are less tolerable, and um, it's it's causing people to um, to be single and and you know choose to stay alone and not necessarily be in a relationship nowadays because. There's so many options to people now. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but I think actually the IT thing, the um, social networking and the emails, actually reduced the opportunities, not increased the opportunities in a way. Because I think by by bringing in one element, which has sort of overshadowed everything else, we we've we've lost some of the old. Stuff. So now we're kind of left with one one way, 
and you know, unless people are prepared to step out. And I, I love Suzanne's idea of the fantasy dating game because that allows you to step away from all the, uh, you know, from being limited to that way of communicating and actually looking at how else can I communicate, uh, you know, and if I see someone in the street, can I just say hi, smile, and give a card if I'm interested? Do you know what I mean? So that takes away, well, you know, getting on your laptop and checking out the pictures and seeing if the pictures look good and if the picture is the person. And we all know that is a process you can't guarantee. You can't guarantee meeting someone in the street either is, is going to be, uh, you know, lead to something. But you're taking a chance. But at least you're actually physically communicating. There is some physical eye contact, um, you know, and it's not all about, you know, um, yeah, as you say, kind of looking on the, on a screen and and deciding whether I swipe left or swipe right, and I think that's the problem. You know, we are a swiping society now. <laughs> People understand. Yeah, that. I, I yeah. think I think so. I mean, I I also think it goes back to something you said much earlier about um, attitude and and how your attitude yeah. is everything, and how you attract what you put out, and I and I think that that part of the process is, is really understanding what does and what does work for you and figuring out how you're going to make things work for you. So, for example, the girl on my big league this summer who went on 40 dates and most of them came from Tinder. So instead of looking at it as this is going to be a hookup thing or, you know, Tinder is to swipe left, swipe right. Uh, she used it as a tool that worked for her. And this is a very outgoing person who talks and smiles to people everywhere she goes. So she did those two things in conjunction. I think right. I think what's important you know, is, yeah, it's just figuring out what works for you. I, I, I went on OkCupid. I used it. It didn't really work for me, but I'm a person who is smiling and saying hi to everybody I pass, and and I set the tone for every interaction of, hey, how you doing? You know, so, you know, that works for me. Face-to-face works for me. So I think just knowing that is half the battle, and then creating a plan on, okay, well, what am I going to do with it? You know, how am I going to maximize m- my skill set? So I don't know. Okay. No, it's good, it's good. Do you like the idea, um, uh, DLW? Excuse me? DLW's gone quiet. Yeah, I was saying, do you like the idea of fantasy dating? Do I like the idea of what now? Fantasy dating, because we've been talking about fantasy fantasy dating. dating. I don't know if you heard the beginning. Of the conversation, um, I, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm an old-fashioned type of guy. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people meeting people online and so forth. But um, you know, I think just I, I think that does increase your 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 options. But in the long run, it's it's best only date one person at a time, and you know, put forth the effort to get to know that person as opposed to um, you know, the first thing that pops up that you don't like, um, you know, you're looking for the door or you're looking for somebody else. Um, I'm not really sure. It, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of um, undecided on that right now. 
Well, I don't think that, you know, looking for the door where the first thing pops up is what the game is about. You know, the game is about taking some chances and actually dropping some hints and smiling and 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 getting to know people and actually making more of an effort rather than sitting and complaining. So, so um, you know, and it, you can play the game, you can use whatever tools you want, but it's definitely about trying to be more open and take some chances rather than just wait for, uh, you know, wait for God to deliver the perfect person on your doorstep. Well, I, I do yeah. agree with that. I do believe that it's it's. Um, I mean, a lot of times you, you really don't have anything to lose. I mean, you go for right. it, and if if it doesn't work after you put forth an effort into it, and the other person is is putting forth an effort as well, if there's no chemistry there, if there's no compatibility, again, uh, two of the circle of C words. You guys know, you know how I feel about the circle of C's. But um, if, if there's none of that there, then, of course, maybe you should move on. But uh, you have to give that time to develop. You know, I, I think sure. people should give it more of a, uh, you know, put a real um, exertive effort into trying to date someone. I mean, of course, you're not going to run into a perfect person um, all the time, but you know, if you're willing to compromise in certain areas, another circle of C word, if you're willing to compromise, then you're, you'll be able to find some type of happy medium to where you both can uh, find some type of stability and some type of balance in order for your relationship to work. Mm, interesting. Well, I do agree that chemistry is important and that you should definitely give it time to develop. I, I think the only reason not to go on a second date is if you see horrible, horrible red flags on the first date, meaning, you know, this person has temper issues or this person is a narcissist, you know, stuff like that. Otherwise, if you have a relatively good time and you feel like you've connected in some way, you should definitely go on that second date and that third date because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to, what, what kind of chemistry could, could actually grow. But, man. Uh... But do you think that chemistry doesn't happen from the start, from the jump when you meet somebody, or do you think it goes over time? I think it. I think it can work both ways. I really do. I've been in different situations where it didn't happen at all in the beginning, and then there were, and and then it happened a little bit later, and then I've been in situations where right. When I first met the person, I felt like I was struck by lightning. I think <laughs> I think it's different in 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 every in each circumstance, and uh, right. and I think that you have to be reasonable about it and give it a, give it a chance. But I but as you, a, if, if you pay attention in in yeah, the beginning, in the beginning, in the first few moments of getting to know someone, I feel in the first few minutes you you'll be able to tell whether or not there's a chance for some type of chemistry there. Because just off the rip, but if if a person is polite and they're straightforward, they're honest, uh, a good judge of character can pick those things up. You can pretty much tell sure. uh, when someone is bullshitting. I mean, just, you know, trying to, you know, shovel it at you. And, mm-hmm. um, so I, I think you can pick that up and then... As the conversation wears on, 
you can tell whether or not that chemistry is building. Or if if there's dead silence, if you hardly know what to say and things like that, then uh, there may not be any kind of connection. But uh, I think it, it, it gradually builds. You see signs of it. And then yep. as you get more into uh, conversation and find more out about the person, you can determine whether or not it's going at a pace that you like or if it's at a snail's pace to where it's really not getting started. So, uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, um, I think it'd be interesting to know how the league works. How how do you set up a league um, and get it going? If you wanna, you know, you want to run a league or be part of, you know, what's the process if someone wants to set up a league? You're ready, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be interesting. I like now we're talking about it. Should we check it sure. out? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, you could do you could do the uh, Ebony Empress League for all your listeners that could join up. Um, so it's free to join, and it's at fantasydatinggame.com. And you can just go and sign up. Uh, again, for free, it's not anything. We're not asking you for any any personal information. You just need an email address. That's it. Um, and then you can create your league, and you can invite people to your league. And uh, the the stakes depend on whatever your league members want. So, for example, this summer. Uh, my girlfriends and I, we just did a $25 buy-in, and the winner was going to take all. And then uh, the person, the second place winner, took the uh, or got their $25 back. Those were our stakes. We just kept okay. it simple. Other people have done really fun things where um, the, there was one league where it was all women, and the winner the stakes were that the losers, if you will, no one's a loser, though. I mean, everyone's a winner if you're playing this game. Um, all those little wins are, are, are so important. But the people who didn't have the highest score then bought, they sent flowers, they sent the winner flowers at work. So she had seven arrangements at her dress, at her, at her desk. <laughs> and oh. everyone at work was like, wow, what's going on? You know, just hysterical. So... Um, some people create uh, stakes like that. Other people do a spa day or a weekend trip or a weekend trip for the winner and whoever it is that they've met. Um, no, other people have nice. done like a steak dinner. They've called the steak steak, actual steak and meat, and, you know, gone out for uh, a big dinner together. So it can be any kind of celebration that the that the league would like to um, to have once the season's over. So um, it it can be it can be whatever works for you guys. So it's ten it's just ten weeks and um, and like I said earlier, the you earn a point when you exchange numbers. You get two points when you get a call or I'm sorry, a text. Three for a call, six for a date. Then you get your after point uh, for when someone calls or texts to say, hey, I had a great time. Um, the goal of the game is to obviously drop out of the game uh, because you find love and you don't want to play anymore. So that's the real win. Uh, I had two people from my league this summer drop out because they met someone amazing. So that was awesome. Those are great wins. Um, and, I mean, that's about it. It's pretty simple. 
Okay. Very good. <laughs> so could you change it? Could you do like, because I'm thinking I would love to see people kind of um, compete for the longest lasting relationship so, or date, right? So you go on the date, but if you can stay with that person for, you know, for a period of time um, and you can make it last if you decide that's what you're going to do, um, okay, um, yeah, so that to me, to me might be something that says, you know, um, that, you know, that that's a good investment of your time. So I, I was thinking, instead of doing what you're doing, could we change it a little and say, okay, the competition isn't just to have lots of dates, but it's also the winner would be someone who would sustain that relationship or try and we also look at who stays with somebody for the longest period of time, for example. Sure. I mean, Does that work? Well, you could, I mean, the scoring system is as is. You, you will see when you go on the site there are scoreboards. It's very intricate. Uh, but you could absolutely, with your league, set a bet, set a challenge to, for and and put whatever stakes you want to that challenge. You could say, uh, you could award some other sort of prize to the person who has the longest relationship. There's, you could absolutely do that. Yeah. Definitely. The majority of the points. What, what I've seen through, uh, you know, since the the uh, over time is that the majority of the points really come from exchanging numbers getting texts, getting calls, things like that. Um, I mean, there are a lot of dates, but usually when there are a lot of dates, people end up, they stop playing because they actually meet someone. But the majority of the points are really scored from daring to actually talk to people, to actually to actually connect, to actually give the number, to actually have the conversations. Um, all of those things seem like the biggest challenge and that's where most yeah. of the points seem to be scored. So I, I love that it's not just about, you know, having like a long-term relationship, but it's also about daring to do things that scare you. So um, so that's, that's where it seems to, to really um, get people, or that's where, where, you know, a lot of the little wins come from. Mm. Yeah. Are you... Okay. Are you... Can I ask another question? Are you thinking of doing the same product from the men's side? Because it's very interesting what you're doing. Oh, uh, men are playing. I mean, it's open to everyone. No, men absolutely. are playing. Uh, so, so, so it's 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 the same apps is uh, applicable for the men and the women. It's the same way. Yes. So, so, so for example, okay. you could get if if uh, Ebony and Vix decide to start the league, you could join their league and play against them. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Very interesting. Or start your own league, obviously. But um, I did, I did originally, yes, launch it, uh, focusing, aiming towards women, and then I realized very quickly that men wanted to play too. So it isn't open to everyone, absolutely. It, it is very refreshing what you're saying. I think you're opening a lot of doors of women of realizing a lot of stuff that I've been telling to you. I've been here for a long time. But she doesn't even want to hear it. I guess you have a better way to sing it. So uh, uh, it's very. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did did I hear that? Did you say 
Yeah, Ebony, I've been telling you a long time what she says. A long time I've been telling you that a lot of women women should initiate. Uh, Oh, oh, let's get right. A long time. Yeah, exactly. I've been Uh, telling you that a long, long time. Long time. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna fight about it, Stanley. (laughs) But you have come on this show before and said women should initiate. I think men should also initiate. I don't think this thing is about just women initiating, but I think it definitely gives the opportunity for women to initiate more. I don't think we necessarily want to take over completely all the initiation and, you know, not... And I think because I still think there are women out there, I'm certainly one of them, who likes men. You know, I like men to initiate because that tells me that I'm actually dealing with a man who can assert himself you know, so I don't particularly want to take it over that role completely, but I understand the benefits of being able to, from time to time, express your interest instead of waiting for someone to express their interest in you. But I don't think it necessarily is a be-all, end-all for either sex. It's options. Am I right? Oh, I I agree completely. I mean, I think Here's the thing. Once you hear about this game and once you actually hear about, and, and and you get it in your head like, oh, wow, you know, the goal is to not miss connections. The goal is to make sure that when you meet a great guy on the list that you exchange, not to call you out, but, you know, that you, that you exchange information and then you actually, um, you don't miss that connection that 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 then becomes the goal and then suddenly you're actually aware when you're in those situations but then you're also more aware of of the opportunities suddenly suddenly it becomes an opportunity or or you start to notice like um uh like Vic said earlier that there was an Indian man who smiled at her today and she nearly fainted and she had resting bitch face so but you'll start to see those things pop up more often it's amazing, and then and then you start to go, oh well, maybe I'll just do something. Maybe I'll drop a hint back. Maybe I'll say hi. Maybe I'll, and that's all it's mm-hmm. about, you know, just yeah, taking well, those little steps, whether you're a man I, or a woman. I agree with you. It's it's about uh, approaching the both gender because it is very gratifying when you see both gender talking to each other and having fun together, than sure. being in a being in a social place where both gender are basically looking at each other and none of them, men or women, are doing a step because men are thinking in, my, in their head, if I approach her, am I going to get the right number? Is she going to reject me? And we're going through the whole list. Right. And, and women are saying, is he a player? Is he, does she the only one to sleep with me? And all this, all the blah, blah we see in our head before we even try it, before we even take a risk. That's what I'm missing. That's why I feel like people are missing. They're seeing a lot of things in their head before even trying. They they over-analyze the women or the men before even giving a chance to say, let me give him to what he is and see what it is before I even say he must be a player or she must be a gold digger, all this. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. Mm. I agree. We well, should I start making assumptions um, about each other. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, I think if uh, the world stopped making assumptions, the world would be a better place. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a treatable to moment. Anybody, yeah, um, I think <laughs> just to say to anybody who's on my switchboard, and there's quite a few of you on the switchboard, if you um, if you wish to press one, I can bring you in and you can ask a question or make a comment. Um, yeah, I'm really struggling with flu tonight, so we're not going beyond 
16 minutes that we have left of live time. Um, so if you guys want to call in now, now is the time. If you have something to say, press 1. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Oh, here we go. We have someone who wants to come in. I think it's it's my house. Hey, it's my house. Welcome to the show. Yes, I just want to know, um, how can I get in on the IPO? <laughs> oh, that's such a lovely question. Thank you. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, it's seriously, it takes online, it takes dating. It, it, people that are in these singles ministries and these, you know, churches, faith-based organizations, all the websites, it takes social networking to the next level in a non-threatening yeah. way. So I, when I'm listening to this whole podcast, I'm thinking, man, this could be franchise out, this could be licensed out. So I just want to know, I, I want to get in on IPO. It's my house. You've got to join the team. You've got to join the, uh, got to join the Ebony Fantasy Dating team. Um, Suzanne's actually launching the idea, but if we're going to do it on this show, then, yeah, we're going to set up a little competition, and we'd love for you guys to go out there and start dating and for us to come back and score, you know, see how people are scoring and set up a prize system, and hopefully we get you married by Christmas. What do you think? I want the IPO. Give me the IPO and everything else will take care of itself. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, do you like the idea, the possibility that you could be married by Christmas? Well, with what she set up, which is basically simple genius, it, anybody can get into this thing, and it just it basically puts, as Stanley said, what it's basically for, for men and women who are not in yeah. circulation, circulation in a very non-threatening, fun way. Yes. Yeah. It does That's something the that the typical date site or, or whatever doesn't do. So it's, I mean, I haven't seen anything like it since Facebook. <laughs> well, oh, thank okay. you. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, and, you know, you really just touched on something so important because it's supposed to be fun. Dating is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun getting to know oh, people. Yeah going and trying new restaurants or going to see new bands or whatever it is you want to do on a date, it should be fun. And unfortunately, it's become some sort of drag. And, you know, that's that's not we're, – we're, we're trying to make sure we get back to the fun. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So um, maybe next week uh, when ADT's back, um, we're going to have a chat about how we get our own league going and – you know, you guys who are regulars on this show, get ready, get ready, because I, I want to see how your stats, you know, topped up. You know, are you really going out there and smiling and getting the dates or what's happening? I mean, it'd be interesting to see how people do. I think competition is always healthy, and, you know, you've got a competi- competition. It also means you have a support um you know, when you're doing something. And I think that, that's yeah. the benefit of this, um, you know, being a kind of support network for each other. And yes. and I think we can share the experiences as well each week. You know, has it been, how, you know, are we feeling about, uh, you know, the people we've spoken to? 
what has it been like? Uh, are you getting like Stanley was talking about, you know, the whole rejection thing? And just to say that Vic G sent me a message, Stanley, saying she agrees with you. I, I think you've now made a friend. Um, <laughs> but uh, just, just to say that, uh, yeah, the it, that whole thing about the rejection and people having to deal with people saying no. I think if we share some of those conversations about how we're feeling about the process of actually going out and approaching people, I think that could make all the difference. And I think um, I'm going to have to dream up now a nice surprise. Uh, I know that it's my house has a retreat, so maybe we could make uh, one of the prizes uh, a weekend or a week at your retreat. It's my house. Sure. With what you set up, you know, it it can be, yeah, yeah, but you can do a retreat with it, but yeah. But she, congratulations. And and thank you, Ebony, for having me. I think, for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but this is probably the most potentially, it has a large social, it can have a large social impact. Yeah. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I would love for you guys to set up your own league and to, and to listen to the show and hear how you're doing every week and, and just hear about everyone's successes because you're so right about, you know, having the um, the support, too. I mean, it's all about cheering each other on. And, I mean, it, it would you, you'd have a blast. I mean, I know I do, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think we agreed that we're going to get started and we're going to do our own league. And I think um, next Thursday would be a good start for us, um, our date night. Uh, Let me bring Vic back in because I think she wanted to say something. Hey, Vic, did you want to say something? Oh, oh, no, pressed it by mistake, but... I'm just saying, I'm sitting and listening to it, and I'm like, yes, we're going to do this. You know, like it's, what, when was my last date? 2010? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I can't even remember who, what his name is. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. Um, yeah. yeah, so. um for no, you to get in the game. <laughs> Susanna, right, seriously, when I when I listen to your shows, I'm like, okay, like the, the fridge guy, oh, my God, the fridge guy was amazing. The, oh, the fridge know, guy, the, oh, yeah, he was amazing, oh, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, do you know what, my fridge is like perfection with plastic things and plastic boxes, and, and I was, when I listened to that show, I was like, oh, dear, they, they no, somebody will know who I am by my fridge. <laughs> I love, I just, I don't know what it is. I just, there's something about you and Rob. I just love it and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. But I was like, as soon as your league is finished, Ebony, I think Ebony, yes, Ebony starts a league. I'll join the league. And that means when me and Ebony, because me and Ebony have these competitions where we kind of do fitness kind of things. Oh, great. if I have a com, if I have a competition, yeah, because you know she runs. I I can't run anymore, but I can cycle or I can walk. So she, we have these competitions. So if I have a competition, to be quite honest, it does make me want to do something. Whereas if I'm oh okay, let me just look for someone. 
and I think the whole thing of this is so fantastic because it just makes you aware. Like I was, I have become more aware from reading your book and just knowing that you're going to be on the show that you, you've got to be more mindful. That's the thing. Yes. We, we, yes. I think what's happening with me and with a lot of people is we are just dealing with, dealing with, dealing with, dealing with, but we're not mm. actually proactively, proactively, proactively. Right, we're always fighting fires as opposed to designing what we want and then trying to create the the energy that we want to have in that experience. Right, so I think it is a really, really good way of saying. So, like for me now, I hey, I've been on my 21 day fix. I've lost 10 pounds. I'm on it, girl. Man, I'm in the gym. Wow. <laughs> I'm working out because I'm like, you know, not like I'm huge, but I'm like, if I'm going to go out dating, I know if I don't feel good about myself, yeah, I can't attract anything but the crap. And that's it. <laughs> you, you, that's it. Right? You, you, if, you don't, if you're not walking down the street with your head held high, feeling the best that you are, in who you are and what you're doing, you're not going to attract what you want, what you ultimately want. You can get a booty call. It doesn't need to be your husband. So it, it, it starts to get people thinking about the whole totality of their selves and their life and then to date and have fun and date looking with a purpose with the fun. Do you know what I mean? It's not dating just for dating's sake, but it also gets you open to smiling because, like as Ebony said, I, go into, I only go into the, in London twice a week. But it's such a different energy from where I live. And what happens is you actually, you experience, as soon as I get, literally, I get on the train and it's fine, I've got my headphones on, but then once I get into the city, there's so many people. It's not as busy as New York, but there are so many people that you encounter and there's faces and there's smiles and there's, pseudo smiles and there's kind of I want to smile but if you smile first I'll smile back you see all that stuff going on <laughs> I have to yeah, all the time get, you, yeah. you, you have the I have this thing where you get the look back where you, you a guy sort of looks at you and there's a kind of like you think oh it's cute you kind of sort of smile he kind of smiles and then you do this whole look back and then nobody does anything about it that happens to me all the time mm. Yes. It, it happens <laughs> all the time. Because nobody, I, I, I think everyone's, as I said, what somebody said earlier, I can't remember if it was you or Ebony, everyone's got, or, or Stanley, or even It's My House, There's, everyone's got so many stories in their head right. of why it can't be. Whereas years ago, we, I think we had a much more romantic notion about that meeting of that person, you know? Sure. And I think when we had more romanticized ideas as opposed to this very pragmatic, clinical, that's why a lot of us have tuned out because we actually want to fall in love in that romantical, fantastical princess, you know, the whole Cinderella and the king of the prince and all of that stuff idea. And when it's just like, okay, yeah, you Facebook me, thought I looked cute and gave me a load of likes, it just isn't cutting it. I agree. I agree. I mean, I, so next time you get I, the look I, I, back, I, next time you get back, the look back, the look back you have to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I looked back, but I didn't. No, I looked back. And this is this is years ago, but I looked back, 
and he looked at me and he just said, he put his hands up, which is, i.e., I'm in a situation, I'm married, so I just left it to go. But it was still cute. And really, one one of the funny thing one of the funny things is, there's one guy I met one day. He asked me he asked me directions. I didn't think anything of it. We did the look back. Two years later, I was salsa dancing with him, and he wrote a screenplay about meeting this girl that he wondered whatever happened to her, and it was me. What? <laughs> So did you, did you talk to him? Yeah. No, no, but I was attracted to him, but I did recognize him as the same guy two years prior that asked the instructions how to get somewhere. So, so what and happened? He, happened to be, he was in my car. I was driving him, dropping him home from Salsa. Oh, Nothing ever happened because he's a loser. But yeah. <laughs> No, sorry, Stanley. Sorry, Stanley. Please don't say that. But he wasn't what he wasn't a loser. He wasn't somebody that I would have been connected with. But we he wrote a screenplay for a short film based on with all these different scenarios that happened with the girl that he met, and it was so funny. And we met two years after. Yeah, unbelievable. See, that's what happened. And it's such a shame because I've met somebody. 2012, and, I, and we had a lovely evening. To, we had a lovely evening. We met, we chatted, and then my friend said, "Oh, come on, let's go. Let's go somewhere different." And I always wonder what would have happened because there was so much chemistry. But the girls were driving. I didn't have my car. I had to go. I couldn't get home. But but so but, 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 but but why is it? But why is your reaction when you feel that you have so much chemistry to the guy or whatever? Your reaction is wait to your girl because your girl say whatever they're leaving and everything of not having the reaction. I still want to see this guy. Why is not your reaction? Let me give him the number or let me do something. Stanley, I need to get my ass home. Okay, you. No, no, I'm I'm not saying don't go with your girl. I'm saying why was not your reaction when you had so much chemistry with the guy? Okay, I have to leave, but before I leave, I need to give him his phone number or I need to do something. Why wasn't that your reaction? Do you know what? He didn't ask for it. So I, I don't care if he didn't ask for it. I'm no, asking you, why was no. your reaction? I'm not asking the man. I'm asking you. You felt chemistry. Why didn't you take a chance? Say, you know, be- girls, before I leave, I just, hey, hey, uh, you know what? I had a great time with you. Here's my number or call me. Why, why didn't you do it? Because the, the whole purpose of the show is you take responsibility of your dating time, your dating life. You don't blame it on a man or anything. You take your responsibility of what you need to do. Okay. In a situation uh, where we were, it was a weekender. Okay. So we were at Soul Weekender. I actually did see him the next day, but clearly what he wanted that evening was what I was not willing to give him. Okay. That is why it ended. Right? The next day okay. he saw me, he gave me a kiss, and I saw him with another chick. So there you go. That's what it's all about. That's why. We're running out of time. I just want to thank <laughs> Suzanne. Suzanne, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, thank you. Thank you, Suzanne. such a mind-blowing little idea. We absolutely loved it. Um, I think we're going to look at Starting um, challenge first probably on the first of October. Starting first of October. Um, yeah. 
but we will talk about it next week and how we're yes. going to put it all together and what people need to do so that you can be ready for the first of October. Absolutely. But I, I, I've, I've had an amazing evening, even though I'm really suffering with flu today. Aww. But I've had a, a really amazing evening with you, Suzanne. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you, Vicky, for introducing her. No, thank she's you so not. much. I knew, she, I knew she would fit into our tribe, if they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so okay, much, and I'm cool. very excited for you to start your league. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and good luck with your show. Tell people where your show is. Uh, it's Fantasy Dating Radio, and it's on Blog Talk uh, Radio. It's also on iTunes, and uh, you can find out more at fantasydatinggame.com. Good. All right, we're out of here. See you guys next week. Bye bye. Take care. Bye, Stanley. Love you. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Love you too. Great show, Ebony. This is one one of your thank best you. shows. Please invite oh, her over you, many times. She she was really great. This person was really great. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> we're playing you out anyway. Bye, baby. Yes. Take care.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.